Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fresh and Parlance Show, episode number 30. This is actually this is actually 30 part two. It is the take two. Take two, yeah. Because last week, stupid hangouts was broken, and we couldn't even get on the air. We were waiting here. We're like, maybe it comes up. We're gonna wait, but we waited the whole show time. Nothing wasn't working. Nothing. So. So uh, I'm pretty excited. I uh, we we will be uh, accepting live tweets during the show. So if you have any comments or concerns, yeah. uh, please feel free feel free to reach out at at Fresh and Par. Or if you're watching on YouTube tomorrow or the day after, be sure to shoot us a, a, a note of how stupid or amazing we are. Either one or in the middle. If we're just neutral, you can yeah, just neutral. Let us know. I mean, I'm okay with neutral. Yeah, you can also reach us out at. Uh, Fresher and www.fresherandparlance.com, or you could we we could be reached on Twitter at again at Fresh and Par, or on Facebook, the Fresher and Parlance Show. Why don't you get that out there? We, we don't we don't we don't talk about it enough. But yeah, this yeah, this week we got two, we got two weeks worth of stuff. We got two weeks worth of stuff, and frankly, I can't even remember the movie. I know. I was I read over my notes. It was it was not very good. Chevy Chase, not a fan. I mean, I don't think I. Well, we will get into it. We will. Yeah, we. I, you know, I wanted to do that actually. I wanted to um, stack rank Chevy Chase movies. What do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I don't know very many, but yeah, a Fletch, I guess. He's in Fletch, right? Yeah, I'll give you later on in like maybe in ten fifteen minutes. I'll do a. I will give you. Uh, we will stack rank them together. We'll we'll go through I, all I would, because you have opinions. I'm good at that. Oh, you've seen the uh, like vacation movies, right? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of them. Yeah, those are yeah. bad. I feel like this was like one of his worst movies. And you've seen um and you've seen probably Caddyshack. I'm assuming, correct? Uh, I've seen like in bits and pieces on TV. I don't think I've like watched the whole thing through. Okay, all right. Just just checking. You've seen uh, Hot Tub Time Machine, right? He's not in that, is he? Yeah, he is. He's the guy who fixes the, uh, the, the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, 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 the hot, hot tub. tub. The hot tub, yeah. I mean, I, the, probably the most that I've seen him is in Community, because I was, I'm a fan of Community. You've seen Three Amigos, right? Oh, yeah. Is he one of the Amigos? Yeah, he's one of the Amigos. Oh, yeah, that's right. I do like Three Amigos. That's a super good movie. I'd have to, I'd have to probably give him, that's going to be the number one. Yeah, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. So let's let's talk about. It's been two weeks since we've been on air. We have a lot to catch up on. So, Mr. Fletcher, tell me what's on your mind. Uh, well, last week I was excited to talk about the Blue Angels because it was Seafair, and uh, they're exploding over my house, and it's cool because they're super loud and stuff. But um, yeah, and then some camping also I was going to talk about last week. Got a new tent and a cot. That was exciting. But uh, how about how about you? I'll, you know, I don't want to take everything. I'm trying to remember all of the stuff that I wanted to talk about, I but know, I, that's why I wrote it down. I know. I, I feel the bridge, abandoned bridges. I went and walked over an abandoned bridge that was, I guess, like the second tallest, like uh, bridge in the United States. I read somewhere, and like um, it was pretty cool. It's all broken down, and you could easily fall through it, dangerous style. But uh, took a lot of cool. So yeah, so uh, I wish you could share some of those pictures. I know, I, I they're on my my Facebook, but I, we don't have like a real good community sharing type situation for the show. I guess I could put it on the website. 
I do notice that you changed your little icon. On on here? Yeah. I know. I was looking for another barbecue. This is the only one that I can find because it's on my other computer. So I, I went clamming. Have you ever done that? I have not, but I'm not super into clams, so it doesn't sound like that exciting. You're not into clams, but clamming is fun. That's I mean, you use a shovel and stuff, right? Yeah, I use like a little rake. There are no more than three inches deep. These are not like razor clams or gooey duck, which are like more, they're like three three to six feet down. Three feet's pretty far. I mean, that's more than one like shovel go. Oh, three, well, I mean, the gooey duck, you have to like, not to get too in-depth, but you, I've never done it, but it's a per, apparently, in-depth. it's a Washington State rite of passage to look, to get some gooey duck. I've heard, like, I mean, it's like super. This is the place to get them, but no, I've never, I've never tried. So essentially, they make these just giant cylinders, right? And you identify yeah. them, and, and essentially, as the tide's going, you try to identify the bo- the valves that come out of the ground, like three or six feet deep. But don't they dig down super fast? Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's the thing is that they don't go further. They always are where they're at. They don't go deeper. But the thing is, they're super deep, and if the water and if the sand is like very loose it kind of collapses in on itself. So what they do is they get these, like, like metal cylinders or plastic cylinders and essentially put the valve in the middle and then they push that down and then they start digging and they keep pushing that down, down, oh, down, yeah. down, to keep the walls from cr- crashing in. And then you get down, like, you know, almost five feet deep on the sand and then you could find this, like, giant clam that looks like a big horse long. <laughs> I've seen the pictures. If you look on a... They do look pretty, pretty comical. I wish I... Maybe we should... Let me see if I could find a gooey duck picture here. Let me see. Gooey duck image. Gooey duck image. Did you mean gooey duck image? I did mean gooey duck image. Uh, <laughs> I corrected it for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's save image as gooey duck desktop. So um, yeah, so I went clamming. It was very fun. Uh, I've never done that. Be- I've never done it before, but I had a blast. I had a total I totally blast. I would have thought that you would have done it a bunch. I've like, never done it before. You've never done it. Yeah, I've never. I've never done it before. It was fun. Cool. Um, I feel like maybe I did it when I was little, but I just like didn't really care, so I didn't pay attention. Like when I was like five or something. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, they're not that deep. We limited out because you know there's a, a cer- only a certain amount you could you could bring in. Yeah, and uh, we brought. Oysters too. You have to leave the shells. So yeah, and then I went oyster picking. So you have to leave the shells on the beach because the baby oysters essentially use the. Um, the they use shell. yeah. I wonder how many like generations the shells go through because they grow them too, right? They're like a like a calcium thing. Yeah, so let's see if this gooey duck picture works here. Let's see. Is that is that? Are you seeing that? Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's a very schlong-esque gooey duck picture. Yeah, and that's not even like a big one. They get like way bigger than that. That's that's I just like how, a, like the hand is just all super. Well, I I actually picked one for uh, perspective because I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's what a gooey duck looks like. So. Uh, anyway, and that's an, actually an Argentinian gooey duck. I don't know. In Argentina, or yes, in Argentina. No, it's a Spanish-speaking gooey duck who in the Pacific Northwest. No, it's an Argentinian. It could have just been like a breed that like somehow is here. All right. You know yeah. I mean? 
Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, we had two viewers, so thank you for watching two viewers. Now it's only down to one. So hopefully... you too quick. <laughs> now they're embarrassed. Yeah, now they're embarrassed. No, they, they, were, they were intimidated by the, the, the size of the gooey duck. I know, yeah. Gooey ducks, I'm out of here. <laughs> they're like, no, so they had gooey duck envy. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we, I, I, I limit, we brought back 160 clams, um, and we brought back 36 oysters. So two day, essentially two days' worth of two people's clamming limit and then one day of oyster limit. And I've never shucked oysters before, but I did it on the beach. Uh, and then, so it would be easy if I had a, sh a good shucking tool and gloves, but because I didn't have a good shucking tool, I was using my Leatherman. Luckily, it was dull. Otherwise, I would have chopped three of my fingers off. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought that I, they have very specific tools, right? Yeah, it's essentially a dull shank. And you, like, go from behind. You go in there, and then you just use your leverage and f flip the top off. You, can, you find the ones that, if they're a little moist, they're a little easier to pop. Um, yeah, so I came back with probably close to $200 worth of seafood. Yeah, I know, that's great. Uh, yeah, like, oysters are expensive. Yeah, they're, like, uh, up to $2, you know, could be even more if you go to, like, a fancy restaurant and get, like, a fancy oyster, but... We're more fresh. Super but fresh. These, yeah, super fresh. So, uh, essentially, I was a little worried... Be specific kind, because they're always, like, uh, like, when you buy oysters at a restaurant, there's a bunch of, like... Specifics. Yeah, so these were, uh, I wish I remember the name, but they're, they're native to the area. But a lot of the oysters were planted here. They're Japanese breeds. Oh, yeah? They were, yeah, they were brought in. I forget at what point they were brought in, but they're not native necessarily. But they still repopulate in things? Yeah, because it's the perfect breeding ground. That's pretty cool. Actually, the place we went to used to be an oyster farm. Nice. And I wish I had a picture of it. It was a former oyster farm. And, dude, it was as far as... The eye could see if you ha were very short, nearsighted. Yeah. Uh, um, but no, the whole beach was littered with with uh, oysters and oyster shells. You could, you could, if you were, uh, if it was a zombie apocalypse, you would go there and you could eat for days and day forever. You could eat in perpetuity. Hey, wait. So, do you have to you have to dig up oysters? N well, no, they don't have to. They're just lying there. Really? We have the water, the low tide goes out, and they're just there. You could get them. I think there are, sometimes they are a little, they go down a little bit. You could dig them up a little bit, but yeah, you don't need to. At this beach, you didn't need to. Wow, that's crazy. That seems way easy. It's super easy. It's the easiest, most action-packed, uh, like, <laughs> harvesting you could do. How do they survive when they're not in the water? So the, they, they're mostly in the water, but the tide goes out. Oh, so it's, like, just kind of damp or whatever? Yeah, exactly. Or if there's a shallow uh, pool... A shallow pool, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yes, pretty cool. Um, so that was really fun, and you know, since we, um, you know, since we, you know, I want to point this out. So you did not know the last time we were here, and you got a little flack on this. You did not uh, that you did not know Ben uh, Affleck was going to be the new Batman. I did not know that. Yeah. So. You know, comic the Comic Con happened. Um, that happens. I heard as well. Yeah. There's a lot of things I don't know. Speaking of yeah. flack, though, Tom's tweeting about that uh, that gooey duck picture is pretty horrific, and he's a widespread skeptic of your fishing skills. Well, he. Sh I, I, this is not fishing. This is clamming, and I'm a 
I would say I am a average to above average clamor for only done it twice. He says um, it's a, a dubious claim that it's quote unquote fun. <laughs> I mean, true. I agree. I, I found it to be fun. Hanging out on low tide on a beach, like, I, I thought it was very fun. I mean, even if I didn't come back with a lot of clams, it was just nice to be outside, you know? That's true. That's and, and not only that, I came home with 160 clams. I gave most of them to my in-laws, but I, I kept a bunch of them, and I cooked up a clam linguine. It was delicious. And then my, and then my in-law came over, uh, my mother-in-law came over yesterday. Uh, with a, a uh, sundubu. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a Korean tofu soup. And she made it with all the clams, some of the clams that I, uh, I, I cooked. Clams. Yeah, fresh clams. It was delicious. Aren't those two-week-old clams, though? No, they get frozen. She fru froze them. You froze them? Yeah, you freeze them. <laughs> yeah, I like froze. Froze. You froze them. I don't know if you know about that, but you could froze them. It's an extra special process. If you don't freeze them, then you could just refrigerate them. But freezing them is probably the best. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'd, I'd freeze them. So, so, so here's the here's the scoop. They uh, they also revealed they revealed that Ben Affleck image, but they also revealed this image. I'm, oh, you can't even see, you can't. Oh really see. well, that's the only part I needed to see anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could scale it, but whatever. Uh, all right, so. That is Gail Gadot, I believe is her name. Gail Gadot. Um, <laughs> this is a very interactive friction parlance. We're really yeah, we're throwing pictures up left and right. Um, so I, I don't know what she's been in. Oh, she was in Fast and Furious Six. Um, I never saw any of the Fast and Furious. She was in Fast Five. She was in an episode of. Uh, she was in the episode of Entourage. She's not been in much, but she's going to be the Wonder Woman. She's going to be Wonder Woman. And that was released. That was the... It starts. Was yeah. Wonder Woman even ever, like, a successful series? It doesn't seem like it was. TV series. I mean, Invisible Jet, come on. Uh, yeah, I, I know, right? That's stupid. It's yeah, not that cool. Um, so, anyway... So, we were talking about the zombie apocalypse, um... And we, about the well, well, here's the thing. I just want to put, throw this out there, and this is just a random observation. Just going to throw it out there. But I think the natives that lived in the Pacific Northwest had the best of any of the natives, uh, Native Americans that oh, lived. Yeah, I think so, too. I think this was like the Native American paradise, pretty much. Uh, like, longhouses were super cool, too. Well, no, they had... No, they, they, not only that, they had, they had berries, they had salmon... They had really good, like, fishing. They had shellfish. They had shrimps, crabs, uh, clams. Um, the only thing they didn't have probably was corn, or as they called it, maize. <laughs> a little cultural lesson there. Yeah, a little cultural lesson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Definitely. I think that, like, yeah, it's pretty easy living up here. Like, I don't think they had a hard time surviving. And plus, there's, like, not even that many predators. Well, and to be honest, they must have had a lot of free time because they made those giant fucking totems. Yeah, those are cool, too. Wait, you know are what I'm the, ones, the only ones who do that? I think so. There's no totems in fucking Kansas. That's true. I never really... I grew up with it, so I just figured that was, like, a Native American thing everywhere. No, it's just here. It's because they had so much goddamn food, they didn't need a harvest, so they were just, let's just fucking carve some fucking giant redwood trees. Yeah, that's... 
That's pretty cool, that. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm glad you agree with me on this. This is not an argument, then. Yeah, no, definitely. I've yeah thought of that a lot before too. Yeah. Yeah, they had it made, and I heard also because when the settlers and whoever people first like saw, met like the Northwest Native Americans, they were already like kind of in decline because of the whole like disease thing. But like before they were here, it was like way more a bustling civilization. You talk about like Lewis and Clark. Yeah, I guess whoever the first people were. <laughs> Lewis and Clark, you know, like at parades when you know in parades when like they throw like little like Chico sticks and Tootsie rolls to people. I forgot about Chico sticks. Uh, but it's in my now it's for life, dude. <laughs> now you know? people are throwing them all over the place. Yeah, they're just. Th- <laughs> Yeah, they're, you know, Lucy Clark was throwing like cultural reference. Now that you know it, <laughs> Lucy Clark was just throwing sticks. Duh. Yeah, duh. Chico sticks. So like, you know, at parades they're throwing Chico sticks and Tootsie rolls, and and, and Lucy Clark they were literally throwing disease. I As they walked by, they were just like, "Here's polio. Here's Spanish flu. Here's Ebola." Because they were just dirty people, probably actually. No. But. I don't know. I just so I, I I've um I, I've actually heard so there is this civilization in Brazil. Have you heard about this? No, not so far. I I, I wish I had the in Brazil. Hmm. Now wait, a civilization in Brazil? <laughs> no. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, they have the World Cup. They have a civilization. Uh, no, I'm sorry. There was a a group of never they never um they never had uh, made contact with our civilization, like Western culture. Yeah, and I guess they just recently met, and then oh yeah, know, I have heard of that stuff. Doesn't and then I heard like I heard like fifty percent of them died within like a week because they all got the flu. Really? <laughs> just, something ridiculous. I don't know if it's fifty percent, but. Yeah. No, I, um, I had heard about that. Like, there's a couple tribes in like the Amazon or something that like don't. They've never met people or like you know very like one time someone came through and like did a documentary thing or whatever. But they're still living totally by themselves. But I think don't they see like airplanes and stuff? Like probably not Amazon, dude. I don't know. Like they probably think it's a god. They're like, oh hell, helicopter god. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that would be crazy to explain, like, there's, like, way more weird stuff now than there used to be, if you don't know what's going on. Matter of fact, we should do an episode in one of these cultures and and just confuse them with the internet. That would be, like, our first off-site. All right, first off-site in Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yellow fever, Yellow fever be damned! You could totally be, like, some sort of dumb shoot-off where you just do it inside, like, South Lake Union or something, and be like, we're in the Amazon. I could be the Elrond Hubbard of these people. You could. You could totally convince them. So, um, so we were talking about people dying and disease being thrown, but dude, Ebola is for real, yo. Oh yeah, huh? I know that guy in Atlanta, right? Well, two people in Atlanta. Oh, I didn't hear there's two. Yeah, oh, dude, two, two, two Someone get it. Two people were shipped in with this thing, and then they I think they found someone in Chicago. What? So there's three people now. I had only heard of the one. Well, I don't know if the one in Chicago is confirmed. We should just throw it out to the to the news yeah, team. It's confirmed. I'm calling it. I'm throw calling it. Out, throw it out to the news team. I'm throwing it out. I'm throwing it out to the news team. 
Ebola, Chicago. You heard it here first. So have you heard? So wait, it it brings Chicago here on the on the on the Google with Ebola, Chicago. So um, here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. Here's what I heard. This new drug that they're do you see this experimental drug? I did not for Ebola. Yeah, for Ebola, they're, they. I saw something about that it's curable, like. But it's not. It's not curable. Isn't that what that drug does? No. Oh. No. Um, but it's growing, grown. It's growing. It's grown <laughs> from tobacco plants. Oh really? Yeah. Sounds like this holy bullet thing is just a big scheme from the tobacco industry. Yeah, it's big tobacco getting back at us. They're saying, you know what? We're losing lots of money from e-cigs. We need to figure out how we're going to get this revenue back. I know. Ebola vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly. They're like, what can we include in a... But anyway, yeah, they're like doing a cross-hybrid of... Uh, some sort of uh, tobacco plant, and that's where they're doing some sort of crazy genetic modifications in the tobacco plant. It's a tobacco-based vaccine, and they've been giving these serums to these people. It's like been totally non-tested, totally experimental, but they're like... They're going to survive anyways. Well, it's like... Well, here's the thing. This is what I've learned. The first Ebola outbreaks were too efficient at death, right? So the the virus or whatever was just like, holy fuck, we're too good at what we do. Really? We need to like, yeah, they're like, we need to sh- calm this shit down. So the first of all of strains, I think, were like 90% fatalities. Oh, so these ones are like being less fatal so they can spread wider? Yeah, so now they're 50% fatality. That's not as bad, but then they're going to spread a lot farther. That's exactly right. So the virus is fucking using their noggin. Speaking of all these viruses and stuff, I also meant to mention that I started watching True Blood uh, last week. So now... I'm just. I didn't like go back into the past or whatever. I'm only watching the most recent episodes, but it's pretty intense. They're doing all the viruses and stuff or whatever. Dude, I haven't. I haven't watched the last three seasons. Still fucking up for me. Don't tell me shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm just jumping in. It's a great show, though. That's a great show. It's pretty funny. You should watch the couple, the first couple seasons first. I know, I like, that's what people say, like, you know, oh, just the first seasons are good. But I kind of like how it's not good now. That's like, I don't think it would be that cool if it was good. Like, the, I like it's not that serious. It's just, like, ridiculous. I don't know if the brother or whatever, but the, the brother of of um, Anna Paquin is still alive because I haven't watched is it. Suki, you mean? Suki's brother. Yeah, he's alive. He was in the, He was in the last episode. Dude, that character is my favorite character on the show. What? Why? He's just super dumb. That's what I love about him. He joins like a religious cult in like episode season three. Oh, really? It's, I did not know that. I yeah, didn't hear about the cult though. I mean, I saw someone else died or whatever from it. It's freaking hilarious. It's a great. It's that's that whole storyline is is just my favorite part is just how casual the the vampires are. I mean, that people are with them. Like like in one of the things, someone's missing their daughter or something. And, like, when the vampires, you know, drink your blood or whatever, you have, like, some sort of connection to them. And so then they can feel if something bad's happening to you. And Correct. so the mom, like, calls, like, that vampire and is like, I'm really worried about my daughter. You could feel if something was wrong, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's but, like... that's like, a, like, like, where's my daughter? I'm going to call the vampire to check to be sure she's okay. Like, 
that's just kind of a ridiculous idea. Yeah, so you know what's funny? When I the first time I heard the movie title "Interview with a Vampire," I thought it was a job training and like a job training like video. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. That would be a really good spoof video. <laughs> He's just like call, like call it "Interview with a Vampire," but then have it be for like really menial jobs. Yeah, it's be like so. Yeah, so um, the vampire's like yes. Um, so what are the hours of operation for this office? Uh. I'm just like, well, typically, you know, most people come in at 9, but we're not super anal. We come in, you know, 9.30. You know, people leave when they're ready to go. Not Well, uh, uh, I typically am awake between the hours of sundown and sun up. So do you think I could potentially work from home and sleep during those hours? <laughs> well, I mean, graveyard shift. It's aptly named. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, no. True Blood. I'm going to, like, keep watching that, I think. But only the recent ones. And I need to have someone who's there who, like, has watched the whole thing because it would I would not be able to follow it, like, even a little bit if someone wasn't there explaining, like, every character's backstory. Right. Yeah, so it's a good show. It's a very good show. I'm going to have to get it back into it. It's cool. Yeah. Just uh, throw that out there with the virus thing. Wait, did so you see all the virus stuff? What, which virus? There's so much virus stuff. I don't even know. What are you talking I mean, about? Uh, True Blood. No, I haven't seen that yet, so don't tell me. I don't want to know. Like, everything's based on virus stuff right now. Bro, I don't want to know. All right? You already ruined it. You already ruined it. Hashtag spoiler alert. Hashtag virus and vampires. Exactly. Hashtag that's exactly what happened. <laughs> So, uh, by the way, we both, this is a, this is, just wait, I just need, hold on, hold on, where is it? Maybe, I don't even know if I can do it, forget it, I'm not going to be able to do it. What are you trying to do? Are you trying was, to put up another picture? No, I'm, I was going to try to do something, but I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. I forget how to do it, frankly. What are you, what are you trying to do? Just spit it out. No, I'm not going to tell you, because it's too late. It's, too... it's never too late. No, it's too late. How did I do that? I forget how I used to do that. How do you get the sound effects up? Oh, the sound effects. All right. It is too late. You're right. It's too late. But uh, Tom mentioned also that um, it felt like a Brazilian jungle when we weren't here last week with no episode. Oh, well, that's, that's, that's sweet in a weird way. <laughs> and also... I'm kind of late for True Blood and Who Watches Chevy Chase Moves in 2014, which are both very valid facts. Apparently, uh, people who watch Parks and Rec watch Chevy Chase um, shows. Parks and Rec, no, it's a uh, community. Right. True. What's All right. Park, Parks and Rec? <laughs> All right, so for the first time in the history of Freshman Parlance, we have both watched a movie in the theaters at the same week. I know. <laughs> you did it! You did it! You missed the noise! So, we both saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it was super good. Super into it. Uh, big time, thumbs up. Yeah. I, I, I didn't read... I read issue one of the 98, I believe. Comic I think that this here. might like totally uh, make the Marvel comic thing like be more popular, too, because I think a lot more people want to read those. I hope so. I mean, if it gets people to read or whatever, that's fine, you know? Even if yeah, there's images. I don't know if comics count as reading, like, officially, but... 
even for your book count, which you're getting behind on. Ah, I read a book this week, but hold on. Before we go into that nonsense, um, dude, Marvel has their own in it. Yeah, I know. This is it was super good, and this was like an underdog movie, like for being this popular, because they were saying like they broke the the formula because like nobody knew these characters. It was like super small like story <laughs> for for whatever. But so so I'm gonna teach you something that was my specialty when I went to film school at NYU. <laughs> so, so um, you can see how this is this is what my degree got me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I I'm, I focused on a thing called high concept movies. I don't know if you're familiar with this. This term. I am not. So high concept con high concept movies are are a like a um um oh god now my brain is fried but. The, I uh, was with this. You can't even explain it to you. No, I can explain. It. I was I lost my train of thought because I lost my lower third. No, oh. the um, it's essentially the idea was this: a movie executives in the seventies, and it started with Jaws, pretty much. And they call you could kind of associate high concept movies with, yeah. with blockbusters, but the idea was, and you'll see this over and over and over again, right? Is that they take properties that were big in other mediums, okay? So Jaws was a best-selling novel. Yeah. And then they, they took that novel. novel. What? I did not know Jaws was a novel. Yeah, Peter Benchley's Jaws. It was a big deal. It was like a huge, massively successful novel. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and they, they the idea is, is that what you do is you, you at attach or create a, a, a story or a brand off of something that people have already been familiar with, right? Yeah. But, but hold on, there's more. There's a subtlety to it because you don't necessarily just take something, okay, that was popular and then just make it. Like, it works in certain aspects, right? Like, uh, what was it? Um, what's the Tom Hanks uh, Da Vinci Code? Like, there's an example of, like, it was a popular... Uh, movie, they yeah. bought the rights and they made it to book. Harry Potter, classic example, okay? Yeah. But, he, but here's the thing. What they like to do and what they often do is that the, if they, let's say the, the, you know, the most, the best audience who goes to see a movie is like, what, 18 and like 34 or something like that? Yeah. So what they like to do is like, for instance, when when we were children, X-Men was a was a very, a somewhat popular cartoon. Yeah. Right? It was a pretty, I, I was into that cartoon. Right, it was a popular cartoon. All right, whatever. It was a popular cartoon. Yeah. Uh, and they waited until the people of our age became 18, 21, 25, whatever. Then they took that franchise and made it into a movie because we immediately, even people who didn't read the comic books, so you have that in base audience, yeah, right? Yeah, you remember that it was like a thing. when you Yeah, wrote. you're like, oh, man, I fucking love Wolverine, man. Right? Yeah. And then you do a whole shit ton of things with Wolverine. And, and then you spend on it. What? But now those people have the money to spend on it. Exactly. So, right? So they now, they're no longer seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, ten-year-olds. They have the expendable cash. They create these franchises, and then they create them, like, ten years later, after they're very popular, and then yeah. you have an established audience, and then you also have the base audience, so the people who have been reading, um, you know, comic book, uh, X-Men comic books throughout the whole time, right? Like an extra audience. Right. So this is like this is the 
way that they make decisions typically with these movies and franchises. So you'll see this often. And Harry Potter is a great example. Um, oh, yeah. That's true. So by the time the seventh movie came out, yeah. the kids who were 14 when the first book came out were now 21. You understand? So, like, you, you're, yeah. yeah, so, like, the people, like, you see, you start reading the books when you're 14, but then you're like, well, actually, they weren't one-to-one. -one. When the books came out, they were, like, 12, but by the time movie 7 came out, they were already, like, 23. Yeah. So, so like, they yeah. Just, like, the right amount I had behind. Right, exactly. So, what's the, what's the whole, uh, oh, the whole, so the whole hook with Guardians of the Galaxy, and this is why it's kind of breaking the mold, as you said, is yeah. that Guardians of the Galaxy had no very, very, very small... It was a very niche comic. It's with, like, fringe characters, for sure. Now, yeah. very pop popular in the comic book world, perhaps, but still not A-list by any stretch of the imagination. Or anything. Right. So, um, and I think we're going to see this now. So there's uh, three Marvel shows on Netflix coming up. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, so... And then there's going to be the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. I think then, that just the whole Marvel Universe, the way they're tying it together, like, just that architecture is really good. I've never seen someone, like, like someone make a universe that, like, that's that tied together and, like, possibilities for story, story togetherness. I've said right. together, like, a million times. So the only gap, the only thing they have is that because so, I think Sony and, I don't know, Fox owns X-Men and... I know, um, and Spider-Man. And Spider-Man, they can't yeah, bring those there was together. There a comic about that, like, you know, that was pretty funny. Like, about how, like, why aren't those ones included? Because they're like, you're the last hope of Earth. And they're like, well, what about uh, the X-Men? He's like, well, no, <laughs> I mean, besides them. <laughs> so uh, we'll never have those crossovers until, like, forever. Because I think there's a... I don't know how that works, but ever. Was there yeah. a crossover with them ever, though, anyway? Well, Spider-Man has been in the Avengers on numerous occasions. Oh, really? Huh. <clears throat> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, How's there's been that? many massive story arcs that included Spider-Man that were... But plot. I thought, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Um, I just like all that... It had a really good space thing. It was a good, like, space, like, you know adventure movie or whatever. People were also comparing it to um, Firefly and stuff, because it was kind of like space, you know, rogue people or whatever. Pirates? One of, the, one of the reviews that I read said that Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like watching Raiders of the Lost Ark, the Goonies, and the original Star Wars all rolled into one. Ah, that's too complimentary. Jeez. That's, that's what the review said. There was a lot of... Uh, <coughs> Criticizing that review in the comments, but I thought it was interesting. It was pretty good. It was pretty here's, good. What I, here's what I liked about it. It was consistently tongue-in-cheek the whole way yeah, through. It totally was. And it, but it was, like, just, yeah, just the right amount of cheesy. And it was a two-hour movie. I was looking, like, 120 minutes. I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be super long. But I didn't get bored even just for a little bit. Like, there was no lull in, like, story. I, I I really like Christopher Pratt as the Star Lord. He's super perfect. Um and and I thought you know who I thought was pretty good and I don't know who played him but the 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 big dude that uh, the with the tattoos what was his name? Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember his name. But he's a he's a pro wrestler. He's a pro wrestler. Is he, he's really a pro wrestler. 
Yeah, he's a pro wrestler. Bautista. I've never heard of him. He was a, that's what his name is. A, he's a WCW uh, uh, wrestler called Bautista. That's cool, though. Like, he, I, I like, I like when he, they would kept telling, uh, you know, metaphors or whatever, and it's like, it went over my head, and he's like, nothing goes over my head. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, like nothing. Are too good. Yeah, he's like, nothing goes over my head. <laughs> Anything decided to go over my head, my hands are so fast I'd catch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty good. Or like the the, the uh, cutthroat thing. He's like, yeah. He's like, that's I don't. I'm not going to use my finger or whatever. I would not use my finger to rub his neck. <laughs> I want to murder him. <laughs> yeah. I think that was pretty good. Or at the end, when he's like, would it be okay? If I ripped off his spine and pulled his head off, yeah, well, like, it, the police. yeah, he's like, the, uh, that that guy was in it too, the police officer, John John C. Riley, my one of my favorite actors of all time. Well, is he? He's never like a main character, though, is he? He is in, in my he's opinion, always like sub characters. He is, in my opinion, two of the most underrated comedies of the last fifteen years. Which ones are those? And I'm throwing it at you, Brew. Pull it out because this is the truth. Step Brothers. <laughs> Step Brothers is super good. I really like that movie. Step I like Brothers. Up in the uh, the stove and stuff. They're both sleepwalking at the same time. That's awesome. And Walk Hard. Walk Hard. I don't, I I have not seen that. Dude, that movie is brilliant. I'll have to check it out. Oh my god! So you remember the? It's like you you ever see Johnny the Johnny Cash movie with um, Joaquin Phoenix? I never saw that either. So, well, whatever. It's a total spoof on that movie. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, he's perfect at that. And Amy Adams plays his wife. Yeah. It is brilliant. It is brilliant. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, my God. You should, like, illegally download it tomorrow. <laughs> I might illegally download it tomorrow, but not for uh, sure. <laughs> no, yeah. Why would you do that? It's illegal. Let's go to Redbox. Oh, yeah, Amy Andrews, I think that was, but I just looked it up. That movie is so good that the, the I actually I actually downloaded some of the music from it because really? and, pay, and paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's unconventional. It's unconventional. <clears throat> There's, like, a really funny show about, like... Uh, you, I'll show you the videos later. Not fair, I'll give you some... I'll give you some... Uh, I'll throw you some clips. American Hustle for a Man of Steel. I'm looking at the at the movies that this uh, Amy Adams was in. I don't see that one. <coughs> she was in it. It's old. It was like probably 2007. Yeah, it was 2012. What the, was? The Fighter on the Road. It's not called On the Road. It's called Walk Hard. Oh, Walk Hard. Night at the Museum, Doubt. Oh, the Dewey Cox story. Charles Wilson's War... Enchanted, Underdog, Tenacity, and whatever. Ah, I don't see it. She's not in it. She's totally in she's it. She's not in it. No, Go she's in wrong. it. Am I, am I, am I wrong? I'm definitely not wrong. She's definitely in it. Maybe I'm wrong. What's the name of it? The movie? It's called. I just sent you the link. It's called Walk Hard. Walk. It's not on her filmography. What? Maybe they just expunged it. Maybe. Well, I mean, if that sounds like she's a major character. I don't see her on this list either. Margot something. 
Oh, Jack Jack White from um, from the uh, White Stripes plays uh, Elvis Presley in the movie for like oh, one yeah. scene. Totally freaking hilarious. Yeah, no, the chick's not in here. Who, who is it then? Chick's not in here. What? Wrong. No, no, she's definitely in it. She was embarrassed about it then. She must be embarrassed about it. Kristen, Kristen Wiig? Maybe it was Kristen, her. Kristen Wiig plays the... No, Kristen Wiig plays the first wife, who he leaves behind with, like, 20 children. Molly C. Quinn? Teen with pinups? No. Jack White? No. And Angela Jack Beth White. Ann? No. Jenna Fisher? No. Not seeing her here. Amy. Trying to call you out here. There's an Amy Fer Ferguson. No, it's I'm telling you, she's in it. She's definitely Amy. in it. Backup singer. There's the only two Amy those are the only two Amy's. I'm telling you she's in it, bro. Alright. I don't know. Wait, I'm gonna look I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. Think about this. Is Amy Adams I love how I type this is Amy Adams hot. That's a great <laughs> What is what's the answer to that Google? I don't know. Is it like a Yahoo answers? Yes. Oh wait, is she in it? He's not in it. I told you. Oh, Amy Adams is not in Walk Hard. Boom. But who plays who plays the woman in it then? It wasn't even in the credit thing. I'm clicking Amy Adams, hot or not. What's the verdict? What the hell is the... Who plays the woman? Who plays his wife? Ooh. Why she's not hot. It's a whole article about it. <laughs> I kind of want someone to write a whole article about why I'm not hot. That would be interesting. Uh, let's see. Straight up wrong. No, I'm let's duet. Alright. I gotta now look up let's duet. Who is in that let's duet video? Let's do it? That is totally freaking Amy Adams! I don't know what the hell's going on here. It's the internet is going against you. Is it this chick? Maybe it's Molly C. Quinn. I think they look kind of similar. I just sent you I just sent you I think the it's Molly C. Quinn. How do I how do we get YouTube videos on here? I do. You press the YouTube button. Will it work? We tried it, kind of. Let's do it. Let's do it live. Do it live. All right. I want to know if I could get this to work. Put it in the YouTube video. Oh wait. Well, let's see how this goes. See if you could do. It. You you have it. So let's pop that on there and see if it works. All right. Wait. Okay. What? This is weird. All right. We're we're popping. There's popping going on here. All right. I, I want to see how do you get it to show. I know. I just pressed the button and then it like. Kept saying log in or something. Hold on. No, yeah, just pick your account. That you just it click did. a button. Continue opening YouTube. Welcome to YouTube. Got it. All right. Drag this baby in there. Let's see how this goes. Add video to playlist. Boom. Watch. Let's do it. Back. All right. Here we go. It's not working. I know it's not working. Did you just hit? No. Did you hit play? I did. 
speaking to your group now. This is this is, this is happening though. Uh, oh, it's, oh, I got it. Okay, here we go. So, all right, there we go. Now, how do you get that to work? So I can press play, but I don't know how it goes. Is it on the main screen? You you're muted when it's playing. Am I still muted? Now you're not. Could we hear that? Could you hear that? Wait. Can you see the video? Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing it. We need Twitter input. Can you see the video? No, this is that's that other chick, dude. Who is that? Uh, that's uh, Molly C. Quinn. Oh, is that the woman from The Office? Uh, no, that's not the same one. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Let me check on her and that I'm already on. She is... That is the girl from The Office. I take it back. It's not Amy Adams. Oh. All right. You can't take it back after all that fighting. You just... A... I just lost, dude. I lost. No yeah. No take backs. <laughs> no take back. All right, so that was a wasted five minutes. Sorry, everybody. I only, I'm still not even sure if the video actually played or not. Well, I saw it, and it definitely wasn't Amy Adams. It was the girl from The Office. Yeah, okay, well, now let me exit the... Okay, now I think we're back to normal. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, just to get back on the Ebola thing, I'm pretty certain we're all going to die. I don't think so. Maybe it's, just, it's only 50% survival. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's fit off the hurts. A lot of food. Unemployment will be 0%. <laughs> I know, decaying for all these Ebola people. No, I'm, my point is, is that if we have 6% unemployment right now with 100% of the people, if we got rid of 50% of the people, we would have, like, at least 93% more jobs available. That looks very similar, or sounds, to the that show that you watch. What show? Some other buzz about. Uh, the Leftovers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might be off that. It got it was a little it? too... It might be off it. I don't know. I, I might be off of it. It's cool. So, let's talk... Let's talk the movie. Oh, Review Roulette. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Review Roulette. Every week, Fresh and Parlance. I'm Parlance. He's Fresher. Randomly select the movie from the Netflix catalog. Uh, we then wait one week so you can watch it with us, and then we discuss that movie. Last week's movie, well, I should say two weeks ago's movie, was... What was it called? Seems Like Old Times. Seems Like Old Times. A 1984 Chevy Chase piece of shit. Yeah, it was not very good. And, out there. Yeah, it was not very good. It was, uh, so, little known facts about this. I didn't even want to watch the whole thing. It was uh, Neil Simon's first ever screenplay for theater. I mean, for movies. That's cool. Did he do a lot of other stuff? Uh, I think so. I think Neil Simon is known for his shit. He has a theater in New York. Huh. Neil Simon is an American playwright and screenwriter. He's written over 30 plays and nearly the same number of movie screenplays, most adapted from his plays. He's also received more combined Oscar and Tony nominations than any other writer. That's cool. It's impressive, but I was not a fan of this movie, so I don't know. He also won a Pulitzer Prize for Lost in Yonkers. (laughs) But this movie. All right, yeah, so this movie. A summary? It's a very short story. I mean, like, 
very little story involved in this. Yes, go ahead. What 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 it. was it? You do it. All right, fine. Chevy Chase is a writer in a cabin in the middle of uh, uh, somewhere on the coast of California. He gets uh, kidnapped and and forced to rob a bank. In the yeah. meantime, side story, his ex-wife, Goldie Hawn, who is looking okay and didn't wear any bras during the whole movie, <laughs> right. um, is married to Charles Grodin and a, a district attorney who is going to be moved to attorney general, but he can't handle the scandal of his wife's ex-husband being arrested and being wanted for bank robbery, even though he's innocent. Yeah, well, so, so the guys who captured him, they uh, forced him to rob the bank. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, I thought you missed that part. So anyway, he's forced to rob a bank. He uh, nonchalantly gets thrown out of a car, then finds his way to Goldie Hawn. Um, he hangs out. Mishaps occur. Uh, things, Crazy things happen uh, in, in the sense that he hides from people. Yeah. Um, the governor shows up at some point at the end of the movie with no security whatsoever. I know. Um, and also, like, Goldie Hawn, like, she's like a defendant for, like, a bunch of, like like, a racially diverse set of, like, people who, like, committed small crimes. Essentially, petty, the, only, the only people who could commit petty crimes in L.A. apparently are uh, Mexicans and black people. Yeah. And, oh, and, uh, wait, no, there was someone... Oh, and Indians. No, I thought they were Mexican. No, there was Indians, too. Oh, yeah, they were Indians. The Mexicans were the ones that were the maids. You're right, you're right. But, but so, anyways, so she hires all of her... And by the way, they were they were Native Americans. Well, yeah, I mean, in the movie, they were Indians. <laughs> That's true. Because it's old. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she <clears throat> hires them all, and they're all horrible employees. Like, the driver guy, like, just keeps stealing stuff anyways. And, like, is, I don't know why she trusts them still. Like, I don't know. It's dumb. But the whole thing was that she could find the good in everyone, even though, like, they're still totally being crappy. Yeah. So, so uh, Charles Grodin is a bit of an ass in this movie. Yeah. And um, the uh, hold on, I'm gonna see if I can do something here as we talk. As we talk, um, his wife inexplicably, in its inexplicably, inexplicably, yeah, has like fifty dogs. Yeah, I know that's super dumb. And, like, only two of them are theirs, but, like, the other, like, huge dogs. Oh, we were saying this is probably a forerunner to Beethoven. You mean, you mean this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until it was the same thing. <laughs> That's a really good shot. <laughs> yeah. It was essentially the prequel to uh, Beethoven. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. dog was there. That exact dog was in the same movie, was in the movie. I know, and, like, so they're having all these, like, big, like, you know, big wig parties with, like, a bunch of politicians, and then, like, somehow the dogs would always get out, like, oh, don't mind the dogs, as they're, like, And, and the servant, the black servant, called the dogs the N-word. Yeah, just because, like, but he was, were, the only reason he was doing it is because the Mexicans were out of town. Like, she needed to, oh, she needed to get, like, her foot scraped or something weird like that. Yeah, and, and who was going to bake the pepperoni chicken? I guess the wife is just going to have to do it. I mean, what? I mean, no servants to make the pepperoni chicken? You know how much the governor loves pepperoni chicken? <laughs> so dumb. So dumb. So, so the governor's coming over, just to put this in context, the governor's coming over, and his favorite dish is pepperoni chicken. I know. And so only dumb. Rosita, or whatever, 
the, the servant knows how to make it, but she had to go to the doctor because she needed to get her foot scraped. And yeah, and somehow <laughs> the governor likes specifically her, like, pepperoni chicken. Like, I don't think he comes over that much. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm so excited for Rosina's pepperoni chicken or whatever. Yeah, oh, I, I think he does like... That's the thing. The way it was implied was that the, the governor really liked the pepperoni chicken because when he comes over, that's what Rosita gives him. Yeah, I know. And then Chevy Chase was, like, always underneath the bed. Like, that's his, like, favorite hiding spot. And he's, like, everything he said, like, was not funny. It, it was, was, like, it was... Cool. Yeah, it didn't work here. Like, Chevy Chase's humor is, like, this very stoic, dry humor. Yeah, um, he, was, he was in these, like, super extreme situations. And then being all, like, nonchalant about it and, like, totally dumb. Right. So, you know, Caddyshack, they play that up because he's, like, the zen golfer, you know? So and he's it like, worked. And it worked. It did not work in this one. Yeah, he was not a good choice for cast for, like... Because it was pretty much the movie was just about that he was in it and the chick was in it, right? Yeah, and he never, like, he, he never, like, pleaded his innocence. He just, like, hung around. Yeah, he, like, was very unapologetic for anything that he did. And then he kept trying to get Goldie Hawn back, like, awkward. Yeah, like, in front oh. of her husband, which is, like, why? Oh, we're forgetting one of the major points. He was jailed for two years in a Mexican prison! Yeah, because he was doing the documentary. So it was, yeah, I don't know. It was dumb. Not cool. Terrible. Do you rating? Uh, so, oh, but no, we got to finish the plot. So, right. here's, the, here's the story. Uh, governor comes over, Chevy Chase becomes his servant... Because the other guy got drunk, who was apparently the, one of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Then he gets in a fight with Charles Gronin. He serves a pepperoni chicken, which the governor likes. Except for that they keep just putting in stuff, like, put leaves in it. He, like, every time there's someone in the kitchen, like, that's not supposed to be there, they, like, throw something else in the, in the chili, like, or in the pepperoni sauce, like, just randomly. And then uh, the governor's like... That one guy was like pouring hella wine in it and stuff. Yeah, and then, oh, and then at the end... So chaos pulls out, and then mm, the governor's sitting there with Goldie Hawn. He's like, do you notice how I'm very calm right now? <laughs> That's because I'm a governor, and I'm paid to be calm. Something like that. It was, yeah. ter it was terrible. Whole movie was terrible. It, it's, it was kind of fun just to see the, the automobiles and what California was like before, like, you know, Northern California was like before crazy shit went down, you know? Yeah. Where, where were they going? Alameda? What was the name of the town they were going to? Sausalito? What was it? I don't even remember. Anyway, uh, so, yeah, let's give it a rating. Yeah. Oh, also, at the very end, when, like, they get in that car accident and it's super stormy and the guy's leg is hurt, and, like, yeah, of course they don't have cell phones, but, like... Oh, my God! Know, like, we forgot a few... Have... Wait, wait. Oh my god, hold she up. Has to, she has We're to going... get out. Hold like, up. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Chevy Chase is exonerated for the crimes in the most ridiculous fashion ever. I don't remember that. You don't remember when they go to the court and Charles Grodin is the, is the district oh, the attorney? Courthouse. The whole courthouse thing was just dumb. Dumb! the courthouse scene. Then, afterwards, Charles Grodin is like, Honey... It's been a trying couple of weeks. Why don't we get away for a while? Yeah. And they're driving down the road, and they get in a car accident. Or what, I don't know. It's, it's rainy and stormy. And like, no, there's a cow on the road. Yeah. So they get in an accident, and Goldie Hawn has to go essentially run away because this is before cell phones. 
to get help because Charles Gordon broke his leg, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But so she has to go. But like, there's no. Where are you gonna go? I mean, I guess what are you gonna do? But still. So she runs through the rain to this cabin, knocks on the door, and guess who answers? Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase answers. They cut to Goldie Hawn looking like this. I'm gonna do a recreation of the of the of the of the end of the movie. I'm Goldie Hawn. I'm wet, I'm wet and cold. I'm running. My husband's been injured. I know. Chevy Chase opens the door. <gasps> he knocks on the door. And then Chevy Chase she goes like this. And then it freeze frames. I know. That's I the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Yeah. Was it like, are they getting back together or whatever? It was super dumb. Yeah. Horrible movie. Terrible movie. All right. I'm giving it out. I'm just throwing out three. I'm also giving it a three. I like reviewed a couple. So it's a solid three. <laughs> the Fresher and Parlance total score four. Uh, seems like old times is a three. I was looking at past movies though because like uh, that Tinkerbell movie, I gave a two, and um, so I didn't know if this. I don't know. What did I give the Tinkerbell movie? You also gave it a two. Mm. So that was a solid two, and like, so I was like, I don't know. I mean, well, anyways, it's a three. Anyways, that's what I'm giving it. So we got to pick the next one. Let's do it. So we should do it something different. Like, I mean, you want to just do it like straight up rotten tomato fresh? Again? Sure. Sure. Do, what do you think? That's, that's my suggestion. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I'm I'm down for that. All right. Picking the one. I'm pressing the random button. Choose a random title. <coughs> Easy. Boom. Oh, I I haven't seen this movie. It looks dumb, but it'll be all right. What's yours? You go you first. All right, mine's The House of the Devil. Oof. A cash-strapped college student named Samantha takes a babysitting job during a full lunar eclipse and ends up fighting for her life. She soon discovers that her employers, Tom and Mary, Ullman, are hiding a wicked, sick, and twisted secret. That's I don't know about... What's the, how long is it? Uh, 93 minutes rated R, 2009. Uh, this one, mine doesn't have a runtime. Weird. But mine is Friends with Benefits. I've seen it. You've seen it? Ben yeah. knows everything he wants in a woman. His best friend, Sarah, also has her vision of her perfect mate. As they want to meet with their partner of their dreams, Ben and Sarah have <laughs> each other to rely on. Yeah. Is this, is this the, the Justin Timberlake movie? I can't tell. Or is it the Austin Kutcher one? Not rated, and it's 2011. Oh, uh, there's one that's been. There's one that's like Austin. Probably like 10 movies or 100 movies that are like named the same thing. Well, just check out the cast. Look at the cast. They should be on the right. Brian Hansen, Daniel Harris, Zach Krager, oh, Andre Holland, Jessica Lucas. So I haven't seen that one. Well, I would pick this over the horror one, even though it doesn't sound that good. I gotta look at the. I gotta look at it. Could you send me the link? I have link. Sent. Crunching numbers. Crunch. Whoop. Let's see. Oh, I haven't seen this one. I feel like there was another movie with with. Uh... There's like a million movies called Friends with Benefits. I think it's a very popular topic. All right, let's just do Friends with Benefits then. All right. But wait, because the wait. The shot of the on the right is the Friends with Benefits I know, the one with Justin Timberlake. So it's like 
a different one. It's a different no. This this move, this information's all wrong because there's no like runtime or anything. I don't know. Well, it's weird because it says starring Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake yeah, is it says on the bottom. Oh uh, boy. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Something's wrong here. Oh my gosh. Do this another one. First time there's been some like wrong stuff on uh, InstaWatcher. Uh, but it could be Netflix. That's the thing. So I'm pressing play and see what happens on Netflix. Okay. Because we need, this needs to be solved. It does need to be solved. But I mean, still with the yours sounds okay, I guess. But I just don't really want. No, nah, I don't really want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. <clears throat> Wait, season one, episode five. This is like a show. What? According to Netflix, this is like a show. So it appears to me that this is a mess-up. So do another one. Choose another random title. All right, wait. Is this a show, though? And there's a show, I think, called Friends with Benefits on Showtime. Yeah, I think... It's, yeah, first season. Sorry, yeah, this is, it's that one. It's, like, definitely a show. Pilot. Yeah, there's, like, 13 episodes. We could watch all it's 13 actually, episodes by next week. It's actually an NBC show. Really? That aired in 2011. It's weird. Wait, is that before? When was the other one? Friends with Benefit movie? Uh, they were both the same year, I guess. That's even weirder. All right, well, I'm pressing random again. On Rotten Tomato. Choose a random title. Now, this one looks... Bad, but maybe the same. 71 minutes, that's good. 1990. Paris is burning. I've seen... Is, oh, no, I saw Mississippi burning. What's Paris is burning? The tight-knit community of minority drag queen living in New York City, Jenny Livingston acclaimed documentary offers an early glimpse of the art of voguing, the underground dance style later popularized by Madonna in her hit song, the film also explores issues such as racism, homophobia, and AIDS, while offering a detailed examination of the intricate ball culture in which queens are judged for their style. <coughs> so I'm not. The, it doesn't seem that cool, but it still seems better than the other one. All right, let's do it. Paris is burning. All right, and I mean, I guess, yeah, that drag stuff is popular right now, or whatever. Yeah, but this is from what year? Like 1988? 90. So yeah. It's, like, it's the origins. It's the 100% Rotten Tomato? What? This is 100%? Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, yeah. I mean... 71 minutes! <clears throat> short, too. So, I mean, that's cool. I don't know what watching this is going to do to my recommendation engine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I love... <laughs> <laughs> that's, I don't, that's a good like uh, thing. Like, I just don't know if I want to like put this in my recommendation engine. Well, I'm looking at the cast: David the Father Extravaganza, J Pepper Labella, Paris Dupree, Carmen and Brooke. These are all drag queen names. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that as well. Yeah. So, all right, there it is. Paris is burning. That's Fun. Fun, cool. fun. Fun, fun. Fun times.
So was there, what else, I mean, now that we're, we got the movie review roulette. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think, let's just do this. We, we teased it earlier, we got to do it. We can't not do it. For which thing? Chevy Chase stack ranking. Oh, yeah, stack ranking. All right. Yeah, all right, so here, I'm going to give you um, five movies, okay, that I, think, that I think are his best, okay? Wait, hold uh, on a second. Uh, all right. All right, here's, here, I'm going to rate my five, and then you rate your five. How about that? All right, just say what they are. Okay, number five. Oh, you're saying, you're telling me the rating? Yeah, number five. All right. Caddyshack. All right, Caddyshack. Number four. Yeah. Three Amigos. Wait, that's your fourth, like, you don't like it? No, like, I'm giving you my top five favorite movies. Yeah. So five is Caddyshack, four is... Four is three Amigos. Three? Three. Jeez, just keep going. Three is Fletch. Fletch. I thought there was a bunch of those. There's Fletch and Fletch 2. Oh, uh, just two? So yeah. you're only the first one, not the series? Yeah. Then I'm going to go with European Vacation. Oh, yeah. The Wait, what's the family? The Griswolds. No, I mean, it's it's not just called European Vacation, right? That's what it's called. That's the first one. No, no. The I'm sorry. I'm going with not European Vacation, although I love that one. Just the original one, National Lampoon's Vacation. Lampoon's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, that's the only one that has National Lampoon's in it. Really? And then, yeah, then the other one's European Vacation, and then the other one is Christmas Vacation, and Christmas Vacation is my number one Chevy Chase movie. That's, that's pretty good. So out of those, I don't have, like, solid memories of most of those. So, like, it's not a very accurate rating, but, I mean, I guess I would have to do number one would be Three Amigos. And then, uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> the other ones really doesn't matter the order because I don't remember enough to differentiate them. So, the, uh, the, here's the ones. The ones I left off that could be on there are yeah. obviously European Vacation. That's a yeah. great movie. Um, Spies Like Us, which is also a pretty good movie. I didn't see that either. You never saw that one? I don't think so. That's the one with Dan Aykroyd where they go, it's a, like a Russian spy movie, where they're like two idiots, and they're like, I know, we'll take these two idiots and we'll throw them into Russia, and like, and we'll just set them up to do something, like as a, as a, uh, red herring, and we'll actually yeah, have, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So, can I, like, does community count? Uh, no, because it's not a movie. Yeah, that's true. Because I like that show better, but... All right, fine. I'll give it to you. You could use Community. You could use Community. I'll give it to you. Well, it's still... I mean, it's also, like, way a lot. I don't know. I think I might, like... Yeah. I mean, Three Amigos, I, like, was super into. I watched that, like, way a lot. It was, like, one of my favorite movies. So, yeah, that's the only one I'm going to be able to rate. It was, this was kind of anticlimactic on my side of the rating because I really only have one. <laughs> Christmas Vacation is my number one, and the reason why I make it my number one, even though Caddyshack and Three Amigos and uh, the National Lampoon's Vacation might have more laughs for the, for the minute per minute, Christmas Vacation was uh, a movie I went to see when it came out in the theater in 1989. Yeah. And 
all, I was 11 years old, and the scene where there's a, a famous scene where uh, the gr- they were going to do a prayer, and the, gra- and the grandmother's a bit senile, and uh, th- she's like, could you say, say grace? And then she says the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. When I was 11 years old, I thought that was the most brilliant, hilarious joke of all time. I almost, <laughs> I almost passed out because I laughed so hard in the theater. That's <laughs> pretty good. Um, but that movie was chock full of good stuff. Yeah, I have to go back. I mean, I haven't really watched the. I wonder if they stand up the all the vacation ones. They do. I've rewatched them a number of times in the last, I don't know, uh, five seven years. I've watched them on and off. They've co- sometimes show, show up on TV, especially uh, Christmas Vacation. Um, yeah. That'll definitely pop up on the holidays every year. Is it um, better than? Uh, I mean, like watching Home Alone, the original Christmas one is pretty good still too. <laughs> Yes, I would put I put Christmas Vacation above Home Alone. I know, I know, it's crazy. I know. I mean, Home Alone. It's not like the best thing ever, but it's you know. Well, Home like Al- Christmas Story or something. Yeah. But you know, what's funny is that I I'll never forget this. I saw, Home Alone was one year later, and I also Isn't saw that, that only one year later. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Wow. And that's... I and I was twelve years old at the time, and I was convinced. It was my favorite movie at the time. I was yeah. convinced. I woke up early. I, I was, I don't know, what, 12 years old? I yeah. wanted. I was convinced that it was going to be nominated for Best Movie in the Oscars. Was it? What was that year? It was not. In 1990, it wasn't. I just was that convinced. And, and when, he, when it didn't get nominated, I was like, this shit is rigged. This shit is rigged. How can that movie not be nominated for Best, best Movie? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Let's, I, let's see. Best movie nomin best movie Oscar nominations nineteen ninety. Let's see what the competition was that year. <clears throat> Jeff's just stopping by to say hi too over here. His so uh Driving Miss Daisy was the winner. And it was up against Born on the Fourth of July, Dead Poet Society. Field of Dreams and My Left Foot. Oh, Field of Dreams. Yeah, I remember that. First off, Field of Dreams, brilliant. Dead Poet Society. First time I saw that movie, I watched it with my father and my stepmother. Yeah. I cried like a like an infant child. I was so affected by that movie. <laughs> I don't think I ever saw it. You've never seen it? Uh-huh. Dude, it is ridiculous. It It is... It will, it will, t- it will take your heart. It will, it will crumple. It will take your heart. It will crumple it up into little ball, and then it will make you uncurl your little. It will flatten it out, right? It'll make you flatten out like a piece of paper, and then it will make you wipe your tears and blow your nose with it. That's like what they should have said at the award thing. That should have been on the poster. I know. Yeah, on the poster, it's just like an infographic of like different stages you're gonna go through. <laughs> it will make you flat. It will you make you use your flattened heart as a tissue. <laughs> Parlance. That would be. Yeah. That would be impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's uh, it's a great movie. Cool. Um, 
so anyway, Paris is burning. That's what we're going to watch. Yep. So yeah, Home Alone. Great movie, too. Also a great movie. Yeah, it's pretty alright. My favorite, my probably official favorite, like, Christmas movie right now, it used to be A Christmas Story, but now it's probably Elf. Elf is pretty good. Elf is pretty good. That's a young what's-her-face. Oh, yeah, what is that? I like that chick. Too. Zoe Deschanel. Oh, yeah, that's who it is. New Girl. That's, oh, i never seen New Girl. New Girl. That's a TV show. It's very good. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I would put, um, <clears throat> I don't know, Christmas stories, you can't, it's hard to beat Christmas story. But I still made, I still put Christmas Vacation might beat it as my favorite holiday movie. That's pretty, I have to watch that one for sure. Yeah. So, uh, it's probably not going to be the same, but when I was 11, dude, it was the funniest shit ever. I know, I believe it, that, that uh, Pledge of Allegiance joke. Now that I'm thinking about it, 1989 was a big year for me. Major League what came out. In, Major League came out in 1989. That movie, Major League. Yeah. And that movie freaking blew my socks off. It is a big year. Maybe that's the that could have been the year you decided to go to film school or whatever. It's possible. And you know what's funny is that my father took me to one movie my entire life. Yeah. One movie, and it was Major League. I was 11 years old, and he took me to see an R-rated movie. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think, you know what, that year, I bet you it was 89, I bet you Top Gun was 89 too. What? Top Gun was 89 too? That's a good, a good year for film. That might have been 87 though. No, it was 86. 86. So, I, my mom took me to see um, Top Gun in the movie theater. What is the rate? movies. I like, like gone to very many movies. Here's the thing, Top Gun was PG, but I remember distinctly there was, like, a sex scene, and my mom made me leave the theater. Yeah, the, the sex scene was pretty intense. It was like a shadow sex scene. My mom made me leave the theater. More actually. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I was only eight years old. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Why was she taking me to see Top Gun? I don't know. When I was eight? Whatever. And now, now you know why I messed up. But dude, yeah. did you know like did you know when Top Gun came out they had um, Air Force recruiting stations at the movie theater? Oh, yeah, no, I think we were talking about that earlier. That is crazy. That is crazy. You know what? If there was a Guardians of the Galaxy recruiting station when I went to see Guardians of the Galaxy leaving, I might have done it. But there's that's not like a thing you could join. Like what would What be? if it was though? What if it was you could join the Guardians of the Galaxy? No, but I mean like it's just those like five people. Like it's not You'd have to join that other army thing that was protecting the planet, you know? It's not like Star Trek or something where you're joining the Federation. Uh-oh. I think we lost parlance. Or maybe me. I don't know which one. Anyways. It's about time to sign off, I suppose. Anyways. I know you said that. So, if I can press this button, hold on, still going, I think, this is an uneventful end, but uh, this is a fresher, and Parlance already preemptively signed out, but we will see you next week. Oh, I don't even have permission to turn it off. It's the worst.
All right. 